In a world, four friends, one mission, to bring freedom to everyone involved. Dude, what the fuck are you doing? I'm doing a thing for the podcast. Did you say the name? Fine. It's the Freedom Friends Podcast. Oh, you already pushed the button? I redacted like seven times. That's, yeah. what, that's what I got the redacted button for. Redacted. Frick boys. Frick boys. Friggin' boys. It's friggin' Thursday. And it's Friday. It's Friday. It's friggin' it's friggin' a day. Friggin' Friday. And we're sitting in a friggin' circle with friggin' sticks in our hands and friggin' drinks on the table. Friggin'. What are we about to friggin' do, John? Can I say it? Yeah, I don't think that's a cuss word. Okay, we're about to friggin' masturbate, boy. That's right, it's time for Freedom Friends Master Debate, solving the world's problems, one mediocre friggin' topic at a time. I'm gonna go back into drill instructor mode, frickin' dang, frickin' dang, frickin' dang. Do you? <laughs> and, uh, Listen here, spark plug. <laughs> that's how you drill sergeants did? There's a lot of different things that they did. Um, so, uh, yeah, we solve the world's problems one day at a time. We make them up, and then we come up with mediocre ways of solving them they're outstanding ways of solving mediocre ass problems <laughs> that, that, <laughs> like, we came, that we come up that with. we came up with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. uh so justin what do you freaking got for us all right boys all right, all right boys. boys so this one i think y'all might actually have some differing opinions on willem defoe six twelve true so i want to know when do y'all think that a boy becomes a man? Willem Dafoe. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wondering why we're saying frick, by the way, before we get into this, it's algorithms. <laughs> but don't worry, I'm keeping, I'm keeping time. The, uh, Aliens. So, so I think the answer to this question is the same as when does a, uh, a Cub Scout become a Boy Scout? And that's when he eats his first brownie. When does a boy become the man? I don't know because I've met some fucking man childs out there. So your best uh, friend's a man child. <laughs> do y'all think it's? Do you think it's like an age thing or an experience? No, he's a man. Thing? He's I'm a very boy. self-aware, sir. <laughs> no, no, no. My best friend is a man with a boyish sense of humor. That's true. It is not an much age like your thing. best friend. Hey, the big, big money's and dick and fart jokes. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it's been two minutes. You Fuck know what? you. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I'll go deep on this one. I think a boy becomes a man when he understands that you have to take responsibilities for what the fuck going on in your life. Yeah. So yeah. F- so when you were no longer so trying to 40. So f- <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working on it. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> you know, it, it, and we all know that point. 25. We all know that point where <laughs> suddenly you just kind of went. Yeah, fuck this on me in it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And I think that's the flipping point. Like, I, I don't think it's like, Ooh, it's, it's the first time to get your dick wet. Or, no, no, it's not any of that stupid shit. I literally think it's one, when somebody can shake your hand and trust what the fuck they're saying to you. It like, and two, when you, when you'll take responsibility for your actions, when you don't get to point at somebody else and be like, well, no, wouldn't me. That guy fucked me. And, and honestly, you can't even put a number on this age. No, I think because you could get this at 12 yeah. and you can get this at 40. So what you're saying is no politician is yet a man. No. Well, well and, uh, and, yeah, and, obviously. And right. I believe that people can revert back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's well, regression. You can, you can have men that definitely act like boys. 
Well, that's because it's age. At, at a certain age, you you are assumed to be a man. See, but that's changed over millennia, and you know you were there. Fucking like you got to think like uh, there was. There was fucking yeah. You can't assume anymore. Like like fourteen years old used to be like dudes lying to get into the military and shit. Yeah, you know no, that's I mean? a man. They, yeah. they were men. That's somebody yeah. that stood up. For and they were fourteen and wanted I mean? and wanted the responsibility. Maybe yeah. that's the better way to phrase it. It's when you desire responsibility. Yeah, but at the same time, you also fucking have those kids who are like, they're trying to grow up too fucking fast, and they're fucking stupid because they're kids. Hey, some of us didn't have choices. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, remember, dude, my parents both died when I was very young. Yeah, I, I mean, was forced into fucking manhood. I mean, I turned into, I mean, third parent and taking care of my mother by 13. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying I knew what the fuck I was doing. But you were forced into it. But I was forced into it. So, but that's why it kind of comes back to the when you'll take responsibility, because that was definitely mid 20s, late mid to late 20s when I was willing to go like. It's not going to kill me. So, yeah, it was fucking I fucked this up. If I had to put a number on it after years of training junior Marines and being around 17 to 25 year olds that I was in charge of and then just basic life experience even before and since then, if I had to put an actual number of age on when a boy becomes a man, I would say 25. Hmm. Yeah, but that's based Honestly. on your experience. That's, that's now, based on yeah. my experience. Now, I'm not. I'm not asking for an age. I'm asking if, if it's if it's something specific. Is it an event is, or is something? It, yes, like that. exactly. Yeah. Yes. Well, I got a follow-on question. How old were you and you think you became a man? Twenty-eight, twenty-nine. Yeah, Seriously, I was probably about thirty. About close. Yeah, right around. 28, 29. I would have put mine at like nineteen. But you had a different circumstance. When was your first kid? Twenty. Do you see what she I'm got, saying? She got pregnant when you were 19, right? Before you turned? Maybe. But I don't know if that was a defining moment. But that was... The defining moment for me was... I didn't... Uh, like, I was out of the house. Yeah. I had my own gig. Sure. I had my own responsibilities. I had other people relying on me, like my wife. Yeah, but uh, now you had... I'll give you that, like, the whole wife thing or whatever. But once a kid comes into play, yeah, it's just a different beast. You, yeah. you were... You're responsible for something that I mean, cannot it, function without you. Well, and that's the thing, right? Is that like wives are all, but most he, of us can speak to the fact that the wife thing doesn't necessarily mean permanence. That's yeah. not a, it's a Remember, three out of the four of us can speak to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, we got the big D's under our belts, man. And, and, and I guarantee you to Jazz's point, I, I got married at 18. I got divorced the day before I turned 21. I was still a child. I was still a kid. I, I do not think I was a man. Yeah, I was seriously. A, I like, was able to make man-sized decisions ill-advised. Like I, I could know. survive on my own. Barely. <laughs> for, for, for what I knew. Hey, look, the what, kids you know, in Lord of the Flies survived on their own. That doesn't necessarily mean they knew what the but, fuck they were but doing. But that's what I'm saying. By is, that rationale, though, look at Justin. But it's not that. But that's. I think that's why Justin's asking for an event. Yeah. And not an age. And I think that's what we're all stuck on is well how old are you when you're a man and it's like i don't that doesn't fucking matter i think it's a realization i think it's a realization when you realize oh fuck it's time to shit or get off the pot or it's fucking you know it's it's like john how how old were you and when we went to iraq 20 
Well, I mean, warfare does not make a man. But no, yeah, makes me no. So, so I had, I had responsibilities <laughs> and decisions I had to make while we were over there. Speeds it up a little bit, right? But what I think it, for it me personally, you. what I think what happens, okay. I think it ages you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. When I got back and I got out of the military, I think I went back to a mindset of like fuck it, pretty much. Yeah. Now and then it took me until I got to about twenty nine or thirty to be like. I've kind of got to get my That's shit That's not together. that uncommon, though. The guys go and they do their four to six years, whatever, and you're in a structure that forces you to step up or yep. you're a career E4. It's called a rank structure. So <laughs> I, I got an E5. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but you're forced to do it. and But then you get out and it's kind of like, I did this way too young. I mean, I think we can all agree that, to be honest with you, a 20-year-old E5 is uh, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, like I, I, why I, the fuck I, are we trusting that? I was a, like, I was, I was a twenty one. I was a twenty year old E five. See, and I will tell you right now, you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. No fucking clue. Yeah, no and, fucking. And clue. there's and it's that whole like, well, we have time and grade, and we have this that and the other. Bro, I was a twenty four. I was a twenty four year old E six. Yeah, it doesn't. And it doesn't mean again, anything. Was not ready for it. So. That's the military. And by twenty six, I mean, though, I was like, already that's the definition of the infantry. By twenty six, I was already a two time combat vet. With a purple heart, had fucking been through it. Yeah, but that's why we have forty. We look at that. We have forty-year-old generals. Yeah, and it's like, but we also have twenty-two-year-old lieutenants. Yes, also true. And so that's what I'm saying is that the age thing doesn't do it. And I'm unpopular opinion, and I'm sure fucking we're gonna get a million comments on this shit. Warfare does not make men. It doesn't. Now, am I saying that your ability to stand there next to your buddy? And take rounds while sending them back. Just throwing bananas around. Is <laughs> does Say. it take does it take spine? Child. Yeah. <laughs> does it take spine? Does it take testicular fortitude? Does it take a sense of loyalty? Okay, well yes. Then, Are sure. there lessons learned? I will tell you. Yes. Do I think that because you bravery deployed- is easy when you're a kid? Yeah. <laughs> also, you're in a consequence-free world. So yeah, yeah. bravery is easy. Like if I went to I went to war at fucking 22, 23, right? That's one thing. Doing it at forty, it's like, ugh. yeah, shit hurts now. <laughs> yeah, it didn't hurt then, right? <laughs> you also understand risk assessment, and you can't tell a forty-year-old that you're bulletproof. You can convince the eighteen-year-old that's like, well, you're, you, the, you, you're the best in the fucking world, kid. You, All you got to do is cover me while I move, and I'm you'll be sees me down, bro. Yeah. You're good. You're good to hook. You Here's va- this fifty-year-old weapon system. Go wage war. Yeah. Like you value things differently too. Yeah. I mean, but, so so. What's your definition of being a man? Taking well, responsibility. Yeah, yeah, I think Jazz kind of nailed it, I, and I, I agree with him. I it, think taking responsibility and and stepping up into the role of a man is you being a man. And weirdly enough, you don't have to have a dick to do this, because I know a lot of single moms out there who fucking stood up and yeah. fucking was a father They're figure to a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's a mindset more than anything. I think. Uh, and anybody can do it. And it, and I don't think there's an age. Like, I know, I think on average, 25 to 30 is probably when you figure it the fuck out. But I don't think there's an age. I think it's it's closer to, you know, when you're ready, you know? And I think, um, I mean, look at, like, there's there's kids who are fucking 15 years old who, who have raised their siblings and shit. Because maybe yeah. mom's a fucking drug addict and dad's in jail or whatever. Well, that kid at 15, he's got man fucking responsibilities. And he's doing it. He or she. 
got man woman responsibilities they're fucking grown folks at that point and they're making those decisions and they're keeping people alive and i think those guys deserve the shout out right like those guys are there and i'd still say that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a man or grown up or whatever the fuck we want to put on this because i think it is important that you're saying that like this isn't a male centric thing right but it i get the question i get where you're going with it and but that's again that's a forced into situation it's a lot like what i'm saying with the military and if it was warfare made it then none of our generation would understand what the fuck the sham shield was and the e4 mafia wouldn't be a thing because that was literally professional dodging of responsibility battalion skate team captain yeah so (laughs) you've got to look at that and go like so are these men because they deployed i know a lot of fucking idiots that deployed so you know i wouldn't trust with a potato gun it's not fair it's when you can step up and go hey i fucked up and if you can look another man in the eye and say i said i'd do this and i didn't and i'm fucked up for it so you you, so you would say integrity plays a huge role in the part of without integrity you can't accept responsibility i agree what about having the ability to separate emotions from logic uh that is a skill that 99 percent of the fucking human race can't do yeah. no yeah, that's, that's true. a that's a learned behavior some people <laughs> say that's a weakness that's true my wife well it's <laughs> <laughs> but that's some of that black and white mentality um yeah but, of- yeah, but what does psychiatrists know <laughs> the problem i actually have with the most psych- psychotic is- yeah, yeah. Uh, first off bring me psychiatrist or psychologist that isn't on something and maybe i'll listen to them right but everyone i've ever met is fucking some sort of some sort of something's going into their system to balance them back out probably the other cr- problem they, that i have crystals around their house and the shit pr- other problem i have with almost anybody in the psychology field is in a field where you should only be dealing in the gray, it's always black and white. It's always like, well, you have too much emotion in it. So you go logical and then they're like, nope, logical's unhealthy. You need emotion in it. And it's like, what the fuck? And it's like, but humans only exist in the gray. Yeah. Like we, there is no, yeah. there is no fucking hard and fast rules for any of it. It's not math. They're fucking people. Like everybody's fucking flawed. And then, but everybody's like, I can't believe they made this decision. Why? Because you've never been a fucking idiot. Yeah. Why? Well, I think. Yeah. I think if you have enough logic, you'll understand that emotion does play a part. But if you don't have enough logic, emotion's the only thing that matters. Right. You know. The funny like, thing is, is that if you have enough logic, you should recognize that if whatever you're doing isn't eliciting an emotional response, it's probably not that fucking important. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. What do you mean, maybe? I think you're going into the hyper logic, though. At that no, I'm point. not. No, I want to know. No. So here's the deal. I present you with a decision. And if you can go like, uh, yeah, whatever. Sure. So there's no emotional response. So you make a strictly logical piece. It doesn't actually fucking matter to you because it elicited no emotional response. Now, if I ask you to do something and you get excited about it, you're like, fuck, yeah, I'm in. The logic in you, you ran that like, I have time for that. I would enjoy that. You're like, you ran the logic pattern and there was an emotional response that prioritized that thing for you to do. Okay. So your, your emotion made it important. Your logic path stated that it was something that you could actually do. That makes that a decision that's worth a fuck. If you can do it strictly logically, 
you don't actually care that much because it didn't elicit any emotional response from you. You sound like my wife, sir. Your wife's also a pretty smart lady. I've met her. <laughs> so I've heard this before. That's what I'm but saying. I'm just saying it's, it's just, it is what it is. It's, you know, uh, why are you guys in the tobacco industry? Okay. I'll simplify the question. <laughs> are you in the tobacco industry because it was a logical decision or an emotional decision? Some of both, but more logical. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's either. It was kind of. But it was both. Yeah. It was Were both. you excited about getting into the tobacco industry? Yeah. Did you go through the. He was the excited about getting out of the gun industry is what he was excited about. Okay. <laughs> we'll roll it back. Why did you go into the gun industry? That was emotional. But you approached Probably. it from a logical standpoint. Yeah, maybe. So yeah. the decision to bring Sarah coding into the business was to send him off to get certified yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Was that a logical decision or an emotional decision? There was no emotion there. No, that yeah. was, it was a logical decision. That's all logic. Yeah. But when you went to go learn it, did you get passionate about the actual art? Well, you have to. So it elicited emotional response. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying is that the decisions that actually push your life forward require both. Yeah. Because the decision fucking matters. It was the same thing when I decided to open my store. I could have gone and done whatever the fuck. I decided to go into an industry I actually gave well, a fuck about. you were doing whatever the yeah. fuck. I was. Whatever I needed to do. <laughs> whatever yeah. the fuck, it, yeah. it doesn't matter how much logic you have. If there's no passion behind it, that, well, that think, emotional response. But I think passion and emotion are different. Yes. Sure. You're 100% correct. They are. No, I yeah. agree with that. Now, Jazz, you're, you're, you're in a unique position because you got to bring a passion into a career. Mm-hmm. Whereas... I don't know. And you know what? It kind of sucks. It's kind of depressing. I don't know what I could do. What passion of mine I could elicit into a career. I'll fix that for you. You already are. What? Well, helping vets. Sure. It's not helping vets. It's continuing to be around that brotherhood. Sure. It's what you're passionate about because you were going to be career. It's not like you one day stood up and said like, you know what? The core is just not for me anymore. Like it no, just, yeah, you're right. That wasn't a decision you <laughs> yeah. made. No, you got been, informed. I been Forty, if I could have. Yeah. You got informed you weren't going to be in the core anymore. Mm-hmm. We've had this discussion about sure that nice, news nice. was not a great day. No, it was fucking sucked. So <laughs> still sucks. So what you've done is you have followed the emotional response <clears throat> of wanting that camaraderie, but the logic pattern in you was. I'm going to find my way to continue to be involved with this while at the same time taking care of my responsibilities. That's the combination of the emotional response with the logic. Okay. Okay. It doesn't have anything to do with being a man. No. But the man part comes in if you make the mistake or somebody asks you, hey, can you handle this or whatever? You can step forward and you can look them in the eye and say, yes, I can. And if I can't, it stops right here. I'm the reason it didn't fucking happen. And when you're willing to carry that, that's the sign of you're no longer a child and you've become a man is because you can step forward and you can do that. Big boy rules. And it's both a logic and emotional response. You know, it could hurt if you fuck up. You're going to be embarrassed. You're going to be ashamed. You're going to be all of those things. And you still understand it is still on you at the end. And you'll face that if you have to. Sure. But what kind of cake? Child. Red velvet. (laughs) 
<laughs> Justin's like, what is happening right now? <laughs> well, I mean, you're not wrong. Like, I, 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 I don't, I don't disagree with anything you just said. Like, like as far as like the the. That's because I'm right. I agree. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you on this because and because I can't tell you how many, and I guarantee you've all been there. How many times have you had to pull someone aside and go, listen, fucking. I'm not fucking around like this is on you. Like you need to fucking do this or you need to fucking make ensure like and no matter what the fucking end result is, it's on them. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's the flip. I literally think it's when have you been pulled aside and somebody said, look, this is on you. That's what well, either. This is the, re- that was my next point. It and, didn't and, and happen. Both of us, and it's also happened yeah, to us. It didn't happen because of, whatever action you took and it's when you can look back and go you're right and there was no excuse there was no nothing you just go you're yep this was on me that's the flip that's when you're no longer a fucking child yeah so based on that logic i know a lot of really old childs yeah you do (laughs) (laughs) yeah because yeah. society sucks at being it's called Congress, a man. Yeah, yeah. It's more than just Congress. I mean, it's 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 it, Scott's absolutely right. Well, it's, and honestly, it's the majority it's, of people it's because probably, it's, it's so much easier. It's probably just to all go like, of us at certain points. Yeah. Oh, we've all done it. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like, and nobody's we, got a perfect track record. Sure. Like yeah, we, if, we've all, if you're out there listening to this and you say, "I that's not me." No, you're doing you. it right now. That, you're doing, you're right, doing it right, you're doing now. right now. Yeah, that is right you. now. It's, yeah. it's you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because because like and I I look back and fuck in the last five years I can point out instances where I've fucking made poor decisions or done something that I'm not proud of and and, and don't get me wrong I own it I try to I try to own it you know if if I know I'm fucked up I'll own it you know what I mean if if I know. I think the problem comes down to the point where people don't like one. People don't like being told that they're wrong, but two, if you genuinely, well, I don't know, believe, there's a totally different kink out there that it's just none of us are into, <laughs> but genuinely, if you believe that you're right and, and you fucking know, I fucking believe that I am right. Right. It's real hard to talk somebody out of that. It's real hard to explain to them, even, even utilizing logic. And believe it or to not, explain that because from their point of view, they're fucking doing the right there thing. There is also a level of man or adult or whatever the fuck term you want to put on it. I would, in, I would almost argue that this is an adult conversation, not not when someone becomes a man. It's when someone becomes an adult. But Fair. there's a there's a level of that too when somebody will look at you and be like, "Here's all the reasons you fucked up," and you just go, "Okay," and. You and I both, when we got fired, yeah, we didn't sit there and raise hell. We didn't whatever, and it was like, all right, here's the handoff. Yeah. Best of fucking luck. It like honestly, I don't think I would have handled it as gracefully had you not been fired before me <laughs> and told me how to do it. I'm on. I, I swear to God, I swear to God. Like, had you not conducted yourself the way you did with absolute professionalism and poise. I think I would have had more of an emotional response. But when it came time, I was like, you know what? I like the way jazz did it. 
But I think that, I'm going to do it that way that too. Comes, it comes down to the same thing. Oh. It's way cheaper than driving a bus through the front door. Yeah. <laughs> also that. But I, I think it comes down to it's the same thing. Like I I weighed the pros and cons of what where would the benefit have been? Yeah. In going ape shit and walking around and fucking raising hell and making a scene and making shit. a scene and all that. What would have it accomplished? Yeah. Would it have done anything? I would have looked like an idiot and still wouldn't have the job. Yeah. So, and that's what most people who like fucking loudly quit, you know, like, and, and raise hell out the door and fucking talk shit and fuck you and fuck you and fuck you. You're still not working tomorrow, bro. I, I, loudly, <laughs> I loudly got fired from a bar once in Arizona. I've been loudly fired, um, but I was bar. the loudly one. And I didn't get fired till the next day because everyone was too afraid to say anything to me to that night. <laughs> Might have been a little drunk. I quit. And then someone, I quit. And as soon as I quit, I quit with loudly. Yeah. And as soon as I quit, I was fired. And I was no, like, no, I, no, no, bitch, you can't do that. I, I went off on everyone. I went off on the entire staff, all the other bartenders, the owner, the manager, fucking everyone. I pulled the owner in the back room for 45 minutes, like during my shift. They were busy <laughs> as fuck. Lighten him up. Yeah, lighten him the fuck up. Knife handing the shit out of him. <laughs> then I come back out, finish out the shift, clean the entire bar. My drawer was onto the fucking dollar. Lined up all everybody again that was still there fucking went off one more time and then went home. The next morning, the manager calls. I, I see it. I answer. I'm like, hey, Will. He's like, hey, John. I was like, uh, I probably don't have a job anymore, huh? He's like, no. I'm like, cool. <laughs> yep, saw that one coming, buddy. Yeah. Thanks, man. Not even like, going to drive in there no, to receive like, it. Totally like, understand. Again, <laughs> you know it, the best part about being a bartender and quit and getting fired from a bar, though? Did you just go next door? That and also, you don't give a fuck about the two dollar check that you have yeah, coming. <laughs> you're but like, all right, I'm just done. What's funny <laughs> is that you're on both sides of the coin there, right? So you had a very emotional response the night before, but then the next day you looked back on and was like, Ugh, fucked this up. Yeah, big time. So it was 100 my you fault. You called your boss and was like, I fucked that up, huh? And it's yeah. like, yep. It's like, don't have a job anymore. And it's like, nope. And it's like, okay, all right. And then, <laughs> like, so I'm not saying it'd been really funny if a- they hadn't have called you and then you just showed up to work and you were just like, hey, so the, yes. the funniest part about all of it is fast forward like a, I don't know, probably a month and a half. And they would consistently call me to guest because they were short staffed or they had a busy weekend coming up and they're yeah. like, hey, uh, you want to work this Friday? Still can't deny the like, skills, man. I'm like, I'll work. I'll make four or 500 bucks in one night. Like, I'm in. Let's do this. <laughs> and then almost every time they're like, well, you know, we got a couple more shit. I'm like, Mm-mm, nope. I'm like, you guys remember what happened last time? <laughs> Some of those decisions are hard too because like. But then, so I don't really want to get into details on it, but the main reason why it happened was about a week prior to that, uh, Tempe PD pulled me out front of the bar and questioned me about an underage girl drinking in the bar. And essentially it was like the owner of the place is the biggest piece of shit in the fucking world. And he had cameras in his office and he tried to get the girls in there to change in there, knowing that he had a camera in it. And then he tried to get the oh, underage girls scumbag. drunk. Yeah. Oh, he's the biggest fucking piece of shit. Hey, you work for R. Kelly. That's crazy. No, this guy named Jay. Fuck that guy. Fuck you, Jay. Um, but anyway, so Tempe PD came and questioned me, and I legitimately had no idea about what they were talking to me. I, I wasn't there that night, and so I'm like, I don't know. I was You're like, like which one of you motherfuckers? No. So I, so I went back in and I talked to my buddy, and I'm like, Hey, I'm like Tempe PD just asked me about this. What is this true? Like, what the fuck? And then they told me. And then next week, I got blackout shit face while I was working. So you were operating off it. integrity, though. You were mad hate. for a fucking. No, I was yeah. operating off a of fucking pure hate. True, <laughs> true, but it was off fucking the correct values. 
you're not okay with what yeah, fucking yeah. happened. So you opera, you're operating off your integrity and your values and you're fucking standing up for what you believe is correct. And but there was a right. way better way of doing it. Sure. <laughs> sure. You know what the best yeah. way of doing that is? Call the cops. That's the best way to do it. Unfortunately, yeah. it's like that's a, the best way to do it. But that's not your style. It's not my style either. A, I'm going in there and blacking somebody's fucking eye. <laughs> it's not, it's like, like the one time your partners fucked you and then they changed the locks on the building mm-hmm. because they thought you would be a threat. No. Yeah. Yeah. That well, seems bullshit. oddly specific, yeah, Scott. Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> you know, like you know, it's like uh, apparently y'all. If don't. y'all are curious, why the fuck the four of us became friends? <laughs> <laughs> there's a common theme. Uh, you know what? We I like will booze. bring that up. That's our theme. We like booze. I will bring that up as actually another sign of when somebody transitions from being a child to an adult. Look at the size of their circle. Is it huge or yeah. small? Yeah. <laughs> Every adult man, whatever the fuck you want to call it, that I've ever met, like the ones that I would look at and be like, that is a man of both integrity and I trust him. I'm not saying he's not a piece of shit. I'm just saying I trust the man. He's attacked. got. I, feel, I know, right? I feel attacked. <laughs> he's got. He pointed at Scott. It wasn't at Scott. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like six or seven friends. And I mean, like. Yeah. You know where I live. I could call you anytime, day or night. It, like yep. you could call me anytime, day or night. If something's going on, they got you. It, like there's like six or seven friends. It is a tight little circle, and they all know each other. Yeah. This isn't like a oh, this is my really good friend who you've never fucking heard of. Yeah, right. those don't exist. Like everybody knows each other. And then you look at the kids, and it's like this is my crew, and it's like forty deep, yeah. and it's like. Yeah, okay, you're a child. It, like you don't well, that, you that, don't know what trust is. Then like friends, right? Like I was I left on what like seventeenth. Yeah. And it's now the second, right? I think I talked to John twice. Yeah. Right. Those are the best friends. Yes. The ones that you you don't talk to you, for an extended period of time you, and you don't skip a beat. Yeah. yeah. And we're business partners, right? Like if there was something we needed to talk about, yeah. we could talk. He knew. That like I'm on vacation. Go enjoy your family. I'm right. not gonna bother you with shit. <laughs> and like I'm comfortable enough. Be like John's got this shit. Right? There was you know those like, are the best friends. There man. was stuff that you and I talked about mm-hmm. that had to do with the show and Warfighter was like loosely affiliated or whatever. I knew you were gone. Yeah, and I was like, I'll call John. Like he's the one that's still here. Yeah, right. Like I'm right. not gonna bug Scott. Yeah. I want you with your family. Like that's yeah. the important part. So it's a and you, like the holiday thing. I invite everybody over to my house for the holidays. You know, except you- me. <laughs> didn't invite me. I wasn't invited. I didn't get an invite either. But it's because he knew I was gone. Yeah. So, but it's because he knows I have children. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also know who can and can't do something like sure. that. And so, it's a. But yeah, that circle. You know what? Credit to my wife because every time I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, Jess is having this thing. She's like, do you want to go? And. I don't know. And Mikey goes, no, I kind of just want to smoke this weed and fucking. Well, the thing is, though, but it's, it's a loaded question. It's hundred percent. It's a fucking loaded God question. Damn right, it is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You yeah. know what? Maybe that is when a, a boy becomes a man. It's trick questions. It when it when Christmas doesn't take the fucking bait, right? And it happened on Sunday too. It happened yesterday or day before yesterday too, because. Oh yeah, because we were all at gyms. Uh huh. And b- believe me, I was invited to that party. Three different people yep. invited me to the same party. Him, 
Jim and Jim's wife all invited me to the party, right? And I tell Haley, I'm like, oh, yeah, the party's tonight. Do you want to go? You can go if you want to. Mm. Oh, you want to hear one of the best psychological <laughs> operations missions I've ever seen in my life? It has to do with a woman and a, a husband. <laughs> Jim doesn't invite me to New Year's. Jim doesn't invite my wife to New Year's. Jim gets Julie to get a hold of my wife. Brilliant. To talk about New Year's. And I was like, that that's a tr- Jim, Jim is a true friend. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Yep. It's true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's a, but Jim's one of the ones that I was talking about. You want to talk about true friends yeah. about how, when you're, when you're pursuing something and you know, you're too deep and you, and a friend will step forward and go, you're in too deep and you need to fucking breathe. Jim's yeah. the one that always will call 100%. you and be like, you're here at this time. And then just hangs up on you. And you're like, I guess I'm going, I out. guess I'm going out. <laughs> like, I guess it's, 100%. Yeah. I don't know what it is with him, but he's got some sort of like sixth sense of like, my friend needs a night out. I saw, he I fucking saw, fixes it. So I saw Jim on Friday. Yeah. He drove by me. Yeah. I was doing a wedding on river road at one of the, uh, float in areas. Okay. I was, I was marrying one of my Satmar guys and to his, to his wife. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he drove by and everybody's like, oh, it's dope. Oh, that humpy. <laughs> and I was like, Jam! and he kind of went like that. And he didn't. And he was like, no. And then later I was like, you just, uh, and I have no service down there because it's in that right. valley. Yeah. So when I, I texted him and it didn't go through, but when it went through, he was like, I fucking knew that was you. I fucking knew it. I could, and like he texted it to me and I, I read it in his voice. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah. yeah. He was like, I fucking knew it. Back and back. Yeah. Yeah. I drove by and I fucking not. I, I, I fucking knew it was you. <laughs> we love you, Jim. Yeah, we we do. really do. We do. We do. But yeah, I think that's another sign. So it's the responsibility enough, thing. The and look at the size of, of the circle. show. And I was like, that's Big Jim. And he's like, like fuck you, sir, Big Jim. I'm like, that's the guy. That's the guy. Episode one of my other podcast, and Jim was on there, and we were fucking drinking the first drink to the show or whatever. And it, my other co-host who's now known as beer Jim, cause that won't be confusing fucking at all. Right. Brought this really limited edition beer from his brewery. It was like in his vault and whatever. So he popped it open and he brought these really nice flutes for it. And we're sitting there drinking and I was like, pinky's out, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the first like two minutes of the show. Amazing. <laughs> Did he fucking? <laughs> he literally was holding the cup and he, he just goes like, like this. He just goes, "Fuck you." <laughs> That's fucking funny. So at least those are my two, and it, it sounds like most of the guys agree. It's it's when they have a small circle of friends, and it from the outside it just goes like, "Jesus Christ, where the fuck did you people meet each other?" Right. Like, and they'll man up and say, "Yeah, I fucked up. This is." This is fucking on me. I think those, for me, that's the two, the two signs of, all right, that's an actual fucking adult. And yeah. there's, there's, there's one other thing for me, your ability to bounce back from turmoil. Well, that's a, been my whole life. Is a true, <laughs> that's a true, that's a true, uh, but that's a true sign of that's being all I know. an adult, of being a man. I stay bouncing. And I used to, I used to tell my Marines that, especially the ones that got NJP'd or fucking yeah. article 15, right? If, if, cause they're down. They're fucking down. And I'm like, look, man, you got a bad beat. You're down right now. Don't let it fucking define you. Don't we, let this. We had a sergeant major give that speech. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and it's good advice, though. It yeah. really is. Like, it's like, don't let this be what holds you down and changes you. Like, let this fucking like, like the sign and the, the ability to bounce back from these problems, from these issues 
is a huge sign of being an adult and of being a fucking grown person, yeah. right? Is being able to go, you know what? I fucked up. I manned well, up. And, I take my responsibility and, the, and, and the, I'm going to march the fuck and off. And the thing about like, like kids, they don't understand that. Say you get in trouble like that in the Marines or Army or whatever, you're right, you get you get the you get in trouble. If you can show your chain of command, like a week later, you can be all high speed and fucking you you, you don't get down on yourself. You don't you don't get the the fuck this mentality, right? If you can just show them for a week or two, they're gonna be like, "That's an adult." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That goes a long yeah. way. Like, like I was trying to tell Logan, you know, he's he's working at Whataburger. He's like, yeah, they got me on the fucking fryer. I'm like, you know what? If I was your boss and you bitched about being on the fryer, you would leave. You would live on that. Fryer. You would live yeah. on the fucking fryer. You would never leave the fryer. Never. Yeah. Right. Welcome to the fucking fry daddy, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Like you are gonna you are gonna quit on that fryer. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But if you fucking be the best fucking fry guy possible, yeah. guess what, bro? You go to the grill next. Right. You'll be washing lettuce. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, like, the fuck. he's like, Dad, one of my buddies is 19 and he's a manager. I'm like, okay, so do you think your 19-year-old manager bitched about being on the fryer? Well, probably no, not. He did it with a fucking yeah. smile on his face. Then shut the fuck up about yeah. being on the fryer. Like, you know, like you have to learn as soon as you're old enough to learn. You lighting candles over there? That was excessive. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> as soon as you're, as soon as you're, you're mature enough to understand the bigger picture of stuff like that. I think that's part of being an adult as well. Sure. If you're, you're stuck in the, Oh, he, he fucked me. He, you know, like, uh, you know, like you don't understand like what's actually going on. Big picture wise, yeah. you know? So, and, and even when you do get fucked over, cause that does happen in the adult world often, yeah. Oftentimes you get fucked over by individuals or people, right? You get fucked over by, by groups or individuals. It happens all the time. Is a process of getting fucked over with tiny little moments that feel like excellence. <laughs> you're not fucking wrong. And when you can get comfortable with that notion. Yeah, and you're not and being a man is learning how to focus on the tiny little moments mm-hmm. instead of the rest of just getting fucked over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just bouncing back, dude. Bouncing back from turmoil. Why do you think we keep making this shit show? It's a good tiny moment. It forces me <laughs> to hang out with my friends. Yeah. And Scott. Yeah. <laughs> there it is there it is and that's why we're all friends uh, i think we've answered our question right i think we've kind of kind of done it so Can i'll seal I just this point one out up. that we actually just had an entire debate where we actually stayed on the topic these are back-to-back debates boys i'm fucking proud of you for <laughs> you know i'm proud of you for coming up with good topics yeah, yeah these have been he solid. wasn't here for the last one. Oh, <laughs> what was the last one uh wealth and yes when is chasing fame and fortune become a problem oh yeah yeah I, you guys did it right. I, I think if it causes harm to people, that's when you, you know you need to end. But I I did disagree with you guys a little bit on it. Um, I can't remember exactly what, but I remember disagreeing. It was probably me. <laughs> it was. I think it was the folding money. It was you. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it was. Can I just tell you how much I love the fucking whole gag that you and John or you and Scott don't get along? Oh no, I think I defined it fucking. It's like so my there was actually fucking gag on There was a show. fan that came by the store that actually asked me and he was like, "Do you and Scott really not like each other?" 
<laughs> like you guys have sold it, <laughs> like subtly sold it uh, to the point it where it's believable way. for three years. No. <laughs> I, 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 I phrased it this way, and I was like, "Look, Scott doesn't like me very much. Scott loves me, but he doesn't like me very much, <laughs> like like a child." <laughs> Brought to you by WarfighterTobacco.com. Use that code FTFO to get you a sweet 15% off. OWellness.us. Freedom Press 25. They get you a quarter off your order. And Icy Tech Coolers. IcyTech.com. Fucking Freedom love Press everybody. 10 gets 10% off. I'll raise my glass. Thanks for being my freedom friend. Cheers, buddy. He's walking away. He's walking oh, over to him. Oh, we're going to have a moment. Oh. oh cute. Now you two kiss. <laughs> I got half a stock right Easy, now. Easy, buddy. <laughs> are, we, are we next? Is this a... You know what? That's the Patreon we content. We can do worse. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. That's the Patreon content. <laughs> like, share, subscribe. Smash those fucking buttons, damn it. Uh, tell your mom. Tell your friends. Tell your fucking mom's friends. I don't know what the fuck we're doing here. We're nah. still doing it, though. And we're here. So, fucking A. Uh, before we leave, I want to give a huge shout out to some of the peanut gallery that's here. Um, of course, we got fucking Munchkin McGee over here being weird. Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares. We got the fucking Lollipop <laughs> Twins. The Lollipop Twins are here. So we got Mike Jones, Kibby, kicking off the year with Dave. Still fucking here. Still kicking around. Still fucking being awesome. Just lighter. Just lighter. <laughs> Dave and, and I we, crash and, diet. And we got the other Freeman. Bradley Freeman. <laughs> we don't have Chris Freeman. because You could tell because somebody's not talking to us off camera. Right. It's Bradley Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> an avid you, you poster. Good, kid. <laughs> well, this is the one thing he said it's not Yeah. Well, and it, it's <laughs> fucking fair. Right? It's, it's like, but dude, you don't you have a microphone. If you want to know <laughs> avid poster in the actual group, group not just the yep. the page, yeah. but the Freedom Friends group or whatever, Brad posts all the time. All the yep. time. And he's got quality content. He we does. fucking appreciate it. Yes, he does. It, Good so. meme game yeah. on Brad. The meme he's game got is a strong. solid meme game. You, you came down from Maryland? Yeah. Maryland. Yeah. Oh, your hometown. That's awesome. <laughs> I will burn this bitch now. <laughs> Swear to God. You beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, if you want to experience Bradley's epic meme game, join the Facebook group. It's linked down below. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we thank you guys for coming. Kibby did his yearly. Kibby and Mike Jones here did their did did their yearly trip out here. Um, we appreciate you guys. We've had phenomenal booze this night. This McKenna is from Kibby. Fucking got white eagle, wasted with the, them on the Eagle Rares from I'm Jones. actually I am impressed with Kibby right now. I bought Kibby a bottle of booze uh, to thank him for his generosity during the season. He is because uh, I'm I'm going to get my motorcycle license this weekend, and Kibby actually mailed me a helmet. That's nice. right. Because like him, we have, have huge fucking we heads. Have huge fucking heads, especially in comparison to our bodies. They the do. smallest people ever. I don't know if you guys have noticed though. I obviously trimmed about eight inches off my beard. This is what I was talking about when I said my head's that's too small so, for my body. That's what eight inches is. <laughs> eight inches off like, his beard. Like my head is too small for my body. It is the opposite of Jazz's problem. Jazz yeah. looks like a Pez dispenser, it, whereas I look you like beat me to it. I literally was gonna say Pez dispenser. Yeah. <laughs> like so uh, but, I look like fucking Beetlejuice fucking no. head shrunken. So he mailed me he mailed me a helmet. Not only did he mail me a helmet, but he, knowing that I'm a huge fucking nerd, it's a really nice shoey helmet. And that's all he told me. He's like, I'm mailing you a shoey helmet. And I was like, fucking dope. I looked it up and I was like, I can't accept this gift. These fucking helmets are crazy expensive. And then it showed up and had a huge fucking dragon that wraps all the way around it. And I was like, now I'm keeping this. Like, this, <laughs> this, this is mine now. Does it look like you should wear affliction shirts? 
No, <laughs> this looks like I should drive a, a rad ass van that has like a wizard on the side of it. It's yeah. that kind of dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking A. And, uh, and he got me these. Oh, hey, oh. Dude. yeah. That's fun. So uh, Andy got a fucking two pair for my wife and stuff like that. So he's a good fucking dude. So man, I right? bought him a bottle of Booker's Small Batch, the Kentucky Tea Edition. Very nice. And he mm-hmm. has not opened it. Well, he's got to take it back. You got to f- just drive down. So fly. I'm, I'm impressed. You got to fly. Yeah, he can't open it. He's got to fly back with it. I am know. impressed with the level of self control because uh, I almost opened that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well. But anyways, thank all of y'all. We want to thank y'all. For being here in person and for all of our listeners out there that have stuck with us for yet another year and are apparently strapping in for a fresh one. Fucking A, man. We fucking love you. So buy us an air conditioner because it's fucking hot. Yeah. $30,000. That's all we need. All all we need is like 40 more kibbies to fucking match him on Patreon. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, you gotta tone that shit down, buddy. Fucking A. Like, we appreciate you. He's just like, fuck you. We're, uh, <laughs> we're a fucking tax write off for you at this point. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I want to figure out a way to find a little T3 shit. Listed as a dependent for TJ Kibbe. Right. <laughs> 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 fucking. That's like $4,000. It's four kids. Shit. <laughs> it's like $4,000 tax write off. Well, anyways, thanks everybody. We appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate you listening for another fucking year. And yeah, that's all I got. Go yep. find your inner child and slay that bitch. Yeah, man. So yeah. uh three little things. Nice and easy. John? Smoke on. Your favorite. <sighs> Drink on. <laughs> God damn it, kids. Freedom, Freedom the, the fuck, fuck on. on. Later.